0: Bum, bum, what a what a what's going on, everybody, so, it's been about a week ago that I recorded and released, so, is that time again, you sons of bitches, it's, I'm having a little hardware monk function thingy fucking mic is not copper Cop, copper there we go wanna know so last episode about getting hypnotized and Not getting scammed. So I went back to it. I went back to it. And I couldn't. Help myself. But to go under. And. I watched the whole thing. Before going under. It's an hour and 32 minutes. Or some shit like that. I can't remember how long it is. But. And. It took me a while to like realize that I that I could use those same steps for meditation purposes if you could say that because it's all I, all I was doing is like breathing all that that it doesn't remember how I was a little scared there was going to go somewhere else no he just like describes what you should be going through with your breath so, I did that, and it was really cool because, like, my hands went numb again, and that's what scared me a little bit. My hands went numb, and when I tilted my head backwards, not backwards, when I tilted my head back, um, it's almost like like I was floating. Like, I was like, ah, like a big sight came out on me, but it didn't really come out because I was like barely breathing at the time it was a very shallow breathing it was like like very slow very little movement in my lungs so it was like a big sight when i leaned back and and i just like didn't think about nothing else like not like usually there's a lot of chatter in the head right away uh when you wake up you kind of get your wits about you but like almost almost To where I'm like done with my morning coffee. I'm like thinking about. All sorts of things right so. To have that experience. It was pretty cool like it was almost in a selfish way it was like. I'm alone in the world I don't have to worry about nothing in the world. But I was I was content with that because it was like, I think it was like my brain was almost tired, like it was like overloading with everyday things, right, when everyday life and problems and, and expectations and this and that, and so my brain kind of needed that, and this, I did it on Saturday, yes, yeah, Saturday night, um, I'm going to do it again this Saturday. I'm going to try to do it because it takes an hour and a half. It takes a little bit of time to like get into that realm of like almost out of, I don't want to say out of body experience because I, I don't know what that, like, I, I guess it. I know what it means, but I don't know if I'm describing what an out of a body experience is it was still me, I still felt me, I saw me, even though my eyes were closed, I still saw me laying there, and, and being like, in a resting, like a sleep mode, but awake, it's like you're asleep, but you're not, you're aware of what's going on, but nothing's going on, at the same time, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I think, I've been doing some of my research. I think uh meditation and isolation that's what it's for is for to you to isolate isolate yourself from your ecosystem and it makes more time into like figuring out what's going on in the ecosystem. You know, like it's almost like a reset You don't forget once you like snap out of the relaxation time, you don't forget about things, but it makes you realize, like, oh, that's why I'm behaving such and such and such because this and this and this. It like it makes you a little more sharp in the mind when it comes to executing life tasks. Like, life-making decisions, decisions that you have to make every day, right? Um, conversations you have with people. Uh, it makes you, if you have a problem in front of you, it kind of makes it more clear of what the solution is. And, like, it just makes you appreciate everything else in a way that, like, we take it for granted And we don't appreciate nothing. We are so used to just go, 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 go. That we don't appreciate shit. So this, it makes you realize like, oh. You know what really matters is family, friends, relationships. All of these things really matter. Like, why am I trying to live a life with things that I don't... That that are not going to make my life better. There's things in your life that pretend to make your life better, right? But we don't like to realize that like, that those things are not gonna, how do I say it? They're not gonna fix whatever needs to be fixed. It's just like a distraction for from yourself, a distraction from yourself because you need to fix whatever it is that you need to fix. But it's a distraction to say, oh, I don't need to fix about that because I'm not think. If I don't think about it, I don't have to address it. So we give ourselves a lot of um, a lot of distractions. We constantly we want to be stimulated in in a form that it. it I always want to be entertained, entertained, entertained. Like we ne- we're never bored anymore. We're just always. If you're bored, you can just look up something that'll make you laugh. Right? Or something to do. But, like before, I think boredom makes you think deeply about your decisions. Deeply about how happy you are. Deeply about did I make the right choice by switching jobs? Did I make the right choice about staying at the same job? Like, it makes you analyze the decisions that you're making because sometimes like we like to think that we're making good decisions and sometimes we fucking don't man and we fucking hate especially me i fucking hate knowing that i made a decision and it was the wrong decision i fucking hate making wrong decisions well because i if it affects other people other than me i hate making those decisions i don't want to be making a decision for the for people's like livelihood you know i can't i don't i don't want to do that but i think you need to make uh bad decisions sometimes you know because it's almost like you want to test the water to see i think this is how i've learned what i've known from making a lot of mistakes not on purpose but some of them on purpose and some of them the ones that are not on purpose are the ones that hurt the most right because like i don't say i made the mistake of like telling myself i have to go to sleep drunk every night and for a while i think i did it right for a while i was like every night maybe a little tipsy every night for seven days a week. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't consciously make, I cannot be conscious enough, not enough, but I can't be like that stupid that I know that what I'm doing is costing me essentially something down the line. Something's going to happen from this. This is not where it ends. This is where it starts. Like what happens after this? What is the next thing, right? So that decision, it was a poor decision to me, like, oh, you know what? Uh, Today was a bad day at work. I'm going to drink tonight. Oh, you know what? I'm going to drink because, you know, I deserve that. I worked really hard, you know, or like there was always something. Oh, oh, you know what? Ah, It's fucking hot outside. I'm going to drink tonight. What? Like, that's the mentality that I was like, but I knew that it it was going to end. I knew knew that I, I wanted to end it, but I wanted to see how deep I got in it. And then it went from like drinking a couple of beers to like a couple shots, half a pack, you know, and then it just kept on growing. And then I'm like, okay, this is a little, this is not who I am. What, what is this coming from? And, and I realized that I was like, I was afraid to. To confront my mistakes. I was afraid to look myself in the eye and say it and, and and acknowledge to myself and admit and put in a plan to figure out where where I went wrong, how I've done wrong and like that it's okay. Like it's not the end of the world. But like if you deny yourself that you're wrong about whatever if it's like building a fucking house with no foundation, like eventually it's going to come down crashing. And you don't know, like when it comes down crashing, there's people there, you know, you might kill a couple motherfuckers. You might, you know, so like, it has to be, um, it, it has to be within you to realize that sometimes you make mistakes and you have to admit you made mistakes because we don't like to be wrong right it goes back to like making a bad decision is like i don't want to be wrong about the decision i'm making but sometimes that decision leads you somewhere else like the that there's really no coming back from you know so If you make a decision to change, it has to be within you. No one can tell you not to. Like, you can have anybody come to you. The fucking Pope could come down here and he can cry and tell you that you should stop doing that. You're going to look him dead in the eye and go fuck yourself. You know, because once you are in it, you're in it. I think that's how I, that's how I see it. I'm in it, I'm fucking all, I'm all the way in. I'm not gonna, oh, you know, we should be safe. No, fuck it, all the way in or nothing. I didn't drive all the way over here, so, so you can say, oh, we're just gonna make out. No, bitch, we're all the way, okay? So, I think that's why... Consciously I made this decision This decision was made by me At a young age And I never Think Why I made this I've never thought about why I made that decision To be honest But I was 14 Or 30. I was 14 And I told myself that I will never Touch cocaine Heroin Ever that's all I knew those those are the only two drugs I knew I didn't know nothing else, and uh I might look like I do Coke because I'm fucking hyped up on like six shots of esp- like six shots of espresso every morning, just six just to get the fucking engine going. I get up in the morning I put four shots over a fucking sixteen cup of- co- of regular coffee. No sugar. No ice. Hot. That's how I start the morning. Like a real fucking man. I'm like, I'm going to have my. I shouldn't start that way. But that's the only way I start. But so when I get. By 10 o'clock, my fucking engine is going, son. Just know because it's going and it's going to go for a couple hours. So. Where was I? I fucking forgot what was that. Oh, I'll go all the way in. That's why I made that decision to not ever do those drugs. Because I, I I saw what it was doing to the people around me. Like I saw what cocaine did to my uncles. I saw what heroin did to my neighbors. And that decision, it was the best decision I ever made. Because I know that if I like something i go deep like i was enjoying drinking every night it it was like the the highlight of the day for a while right and then i had to like fucking tell myself i was like is this alcohol consumption already got you like i told myself that i was like did you get are you gonna become an alcoholic or in non-controlled alcoholics, if you drink anything, you're an alcoholic. You are not. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's there. And I told myself, I was like, "Fuck." Is it is it this that's gonna kill you? Is it this that's gonna take over your life? And I I didn't like it. I didn't fucking like it. I didn't like knowing that something that I'm doing, that I'm buying, that I'm drinking, that I'm pursuing. Is gonna essentially ruin me. I, and I was, it was fucked up because I enjoyed it and it's socially it's, it's acceptable. It's not like, oh my God, he's a drunk. Or, he, or he, maybe people are like, oh, he's a fucking sloppy drunk. I'm not a retarded drunk. I'm just drunk. I wanna be left alone. I wanna just drink and be left. I don't wanna party while I'm getting fucked up. Like that's not, Party is not that. Party is like having a few beers, enjoying the night, going to a party, going dancing. That's different. I want If I want to get fucked up and dwell in, in sorrow and cry and, and, and all of that, I want to do that. But then I realized, like, I didn't like knowing that that could possibly ruin the future for me. And I, I don't... And from one day to another, I quit. I didn't quit. I stopped. From one day to another, I stopped for about six months. I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it, but I had to tell myself that it has to be a healthy relationship, right? It can't be a everyday thing, and it can't be an every other day thing, and it can't be an excuse for what I'm. I can't have an excuse for what I'm... Like a bad excuse for what I'm doing it, why I'm doing it. If I'm doing it is because I want to and I can control myself. So if I can't control myself while doing it, maybe I have a problem. So I didn't like that. So I told myself I was like, all right, if you're gonna drink, you're gonna drink on special occasions. You can't drink just because you wanna drink. It's not because I have a problem, it's because I don't want to develop one. You see what I'm saying? Those those livers are. They have 40 50 more years to go If I'm lucky You know I'm shooting for the long range Maybe 90 95 96 That's what I'm shooting for I'm playing I'm probably gonna Fucking Not gonna make it 65 Cause I talk a lot of shit And Karma's like You gonna keep on talking We gonna keep on coming back Motherfucker you know i uh, I do talk a lot of shit like mad shit and then as soon as like karma's like i thought you learned from the last time she comes back and boom something happens right away right away so i'm used to it so don't matter keep bringing it girl don't ever let go i you know what, what will you be doing without me you wouldn't have a job karma all right so shut your mouth Be nice to me, because I'm nice to everybody, okay? So, I'm deep in this, this thing back to the, I'm deep in this, to this, like, relax, like, fight with myself about drinking, and it was because I was trying to, like, Feel sorry for myself. And I couldn't feel sorry for myself. So the next option was like. What I wouldn't let myself feel sorry for myself. So the next option was just getting drunk and. Not addressing the problem. Right. So meditation is. Is what has made me like really unpack some of the like struggles of the of of myself i think we all have struggles but i don't think we have like not a lot of us have the mental fortitude or not even the fortitude the mental capacity to say like, we'd, we'd rather just, bl- like, categorize our problems. Like, this happens because I had a fucked up childhood. It's like, we keep putting excuses on top of, like, trauma. And excuse after excuse is not going to fix anything. So, like, I don't say, oh, you know, I grew up without parents. Like, that was my biggest thing. I grew up without parents. Which I did, but... It, it, my shortcomings is not because i grew up without parents my shortcomings is because i'm a fucking dipshit and that took a while for me to realize that like oh you're making these decisions it's your fucking fault can't blame it on somebody that wasn't there right so you know what i mean like in what fucking head like that doesn't you can't blame somebody that wasn't there it's not their fault they weren't there if it were if they were there and you still made those decisions because of them then fucking that's what i told myself but i wanted to like i'm crying out to nobody nobody's there if somebody was there maybe that cry would have been fixed a long time ago so i told myself i was like i as much as i needed and i want want it i can't wait for that i can't wait for my Childhood events to fix themselves. Like they happen. It is what it is. Like there's nothing I can do about it but to let go and cut ties with it. I think that's one of the reasons I cut ties with everybody from my childhood. Like everybody went, like from, I'm talking about family. Like I haven't talked to family in 19 years. That's crazy, right? But it's because I needed to cut ties with everything that made me feel like a victim. I didn't want to feel like a victim no more. And watch all these people that allegedly love me just like not be a part of the scaffolding that made me who I am. They just stood by the sidelines and kind of hope for the best and wish for like well things to happen but they never did anything other than just be there so i'm not blaming them i'm not like it's it wasn't i'm not blaming my non-existent parents i'm not blaming anybody it happens and it happens do i want it to happen to anybody else fuck no it's fucking horrible but I think it's because I think that's why I'm so like either I'm on or I'm off. There's no like in the fence or on the fence about me. Either I I I I, I care or I don't fucking care. As simple as that. It it, it sounds like, harsh, but it's as simple as that, like, the, the, the fact that, like, people, some people have time to, like, let people grow on them, I don't fucking have time, you can grow some, I, I'm not a fucking, a gardener, you don't need to grow on me, okay, so, fuck you, if, I might be wrong, I might be right, I don't know, but that's how, that's how i I think I'm wrong, right? Look at what I'm saying. I think I'm wrong, but I'm so used to doing it that way. Right away, if I look at your face, I know if I like you. Without even knowing you. My best friend, actually, we we hated each other. For the first fucking year of high school. We didn't even talk to each other. All of a sudden, we're fucking... We're together. We're tied at the hip. We're doing everything together. Like I mean everything together, All right? So, but I still maybe I I I, I want not li- I don't I want to not like you, and then we end up being best friends. I want to not be cool just because we have to be cool. I want us to be cool because we want to be cool with each other. Maybe that's how I approach it. And most of, most people just fail. They fall through the cracks. Because if you're my friend and I'm fucking up. I want you to tell me. Like a friend. Dude. I think you're making a mistake. But if you just watch me. And fail after fail. When you don't say nothing or if i tell you where you're fucking up and you get mad at me? I got to get mad at you if you tell me where i'm fucking up. But if you think that this is how it is, it is fucking then you fall short in the friend thing. I think a friend is supposed to tell you what the fuck do you want friends for then? Like real like real friends you got, you need 3. That's it. Maybe even four. Anywhere from two to three. From two to four. That's it. They don't need many. But. Maybe I need to change the way I. Categorize people. And meditation has done that for me. So I encourage you. See this is not a paid advertisement. This is just me rambling on about meditation you see how meditation made me talk for a while making no sense so i think you should try it remember how i told you don't get scammed don't get scammed by me don't forget i'm a fucking scammer okay if i didn't have what i have today i would probably be a scammer and a good one or a thief I prefer, like I watch my favorite movies to watch is thiefery shit. People that are thieves, like Gone in sixty seconds. Boy, that is a fucking that is the movie for thieves. They don't go out and duplicate the shit they see on movies. They're going kicking doors down, taking dope from people. They do that all that shit. But that movie, like, oh, I know what that feels like. Stealing feels good. I don't do it anymore. But. I was just a fucking kid. Lost in the world. Getting a. in dumps. At fucking 15. 16. Stealing from convenience stores. Fucking. Anything. Candy bars. One time I. I stole my grandma's. I must have been nine. I stole my grandma's gun. Her handgun. Nine years old. No, and I wasn't nine. Uh, eleven. I was eleven. Yes, I was eleven. Cause it happened a few years before. It happened a few years after. Yeah, yeah. So eleven. Um, I knew where she kept it and I knew the only reason why she will bring it out is when if she go out to buy something and go visit a relative, mind you, we didn't have a car so we walked or used public transportation when it ran and grandma didn't give a fuck. She was like, we leaving at 11 o'clock at night and we're walking all the way home because I ain't paying a no fucking cab fare. Or oh, I don't think we had the money for it. And public transportation was no longer on service. So a lot of times we will walk anywhere from three to seven miles a day. Right? It, not a day. I, I don't want to say a day. Let's say on the weekends. On the weekends we would go out to like this... Swap me area and buy plants. She was fucking in love with plants and pl- I hate plants. I don't fucking I wanna I have one plant that's dying like it's a slow death. This bitch has been on fucking death row since I got here home. Like it's she's a this I call her a she because it's a she, it's a plant. It's mother nature, it's not a he. He is the dirt. So she is fucking him, I guess. Or whatever. So it's a desert plant. It's not supposed to have a lot of maintenance or care or water. And every week I have to take a leaf out of the fucking pond because it died. And I put it on the fucking sun. I water it like they told me. I changed the soil and still dead. So there you go. Sorry, grandma. I'm sorry. I can't grow shit because I hate fucking plants. She will make me water plants early in the morning at six o'clock every day before school. With hand water not fucking we didn't have like hey, you, hey, me, uh, can you go turn the irrigation so our grass stays green no by hand with a bucket and a fucking cup you go and it wasn't like three plants it was the entire front yard and the entire side yard we didn't have a front yard imagine your house with the front yard right but imagine that like a jungle and this little stairway to get through, to go outside. my your the size of your driveway filled with plants, and your car garage, if you have a two-car garage, filled with plants. Times two. That's how much plants had to water. And there was like little walkways, and like she had a pomegranate tree. She had. Actually, we had two pomegranate trees, a mango tree, and a lemon tree, and a fucking pecan tree, and all kinds of little plants everywhere. And I would water the trees and the little plants at six in the morning. So she would carry her gun when we would go to that little swap meet where they sold those plants or Birds, a lot of. We, she had a lot of birds too. She had seventeen birds, all different. Three dogs, hated cats. Fucking instilled in me the hate for cats, and I actually ended up, and I ended up loving cats. I had two cats before, and I fucking love them till the. I will take them today. So now you know, I will take them in today, if I could. So. She would always pack her gun because we would walk in the middle of the fucking night at 11 o'clock from visiting one of her sisters or brothers or whatever. And they all had cars, but they were dickheads. and never gave us a ride. I don't know. I never understood that. But I think it's because my grandma was like, fuck you, bitch. You're not taking me. She showed her how much she loved them by going there and then walking home. And this bitches will like her kids will never visit her with her only kid that she had will never visit her even though he had a car. So grandma was like, I'm going to go visit you. I'm going to show you. I fucking love you, piece of shit. And she did that with all her family. With all her family. And I would have to fucking go with her because I was, it wasn't like, I'm going to stay home. Where the fuck are you going to eat? What are you going to eat? Like, what, like that was the the thing. She, she's like, you're coming with me. Who's going to carry all this shit? You are. So I was like a baby mule, you know? Like a baby donkey. I was like, that was, at, that was what I was at. What was that? I can't even talk to him. my mouth. got dry all of a sudden because I've been talking for so long. I was a little baby donkey. So the time I stole my grandma's gun, back to the nonsense story. Um she passed out watching TV and I went into her bedroom and her ninth stand third listen third drawer under the Bible bitch. She didn't fuck around. She had that shit under the Bible, homie. Wrapped in a in a in a brown bandana. Onto the Bible. It was a 25. Little. Pistol. I took it out. Silver with green. I took it out. I waited for her. I waited for like. My friends to come outside. This is like 6 o'clock. I took it out there. And I showed it to them. And they're all freaked out. They're like oh my god you got a gun. And we will stay late. Out and about. And we went to this hill Really close by my house And I fired it Into the air At 11 years old I committed my first Like Really excited I stole the car before that But this one was like Fuck So She was really upset about that one Because she found out. I took it. No one else went in the house but me. So. I blamed it on one of my uncles. (laughs) Till the day he did it. I didn't do it. (coughs) I blamed it on him. And then. I actually had it stashed in my friend's house. And my friend's mom's found it. And then she gave it to my uncle that I blamed. Look at this. She gave it to the uncle I blamed, and then he sold it. So my grandma's gun that she been fucking—you're not even supposed to have guns in Mexico. You're not allowed. Like back in the nineties, and you were—no one had guns. Nowadays, people, everybody has guns. It's like. You Like, America has guns. Mexico has guns. Like, not as much, but they have a lot of guns now. But, like, back then, you know, she must have had this fucking gun forever. And because I stole it, this is because I stole it, my junkie uncle sold it. But I didn't know he was a junkie. I thought he was just an uncle. I never saw the junkiness. I would see him, like, fucked up, but I couldn't understand, like, oh, he's drunk, that's what, all I could think of, like, oh, he's drunk, he's drunk, he's drunk, he's drunk, like, I never wanted to, like, realize that, oh, this dude is fucking high on something, he's high on, see, so, like, he, he's, you know, now that I know what it looks like, and I can tell you what it is, it was cocaine, you know, and, but he was just, and he never had a fucking job, that's the other thing, always fucking dressed nice, looked nice, had a car, the car thing was like on and off. He would have a car a couple of years, and then he would have a car for a car. He would have no car for a couple of years, and then in a the car for a couple of years. I don't know how that. That's addiction. That's addiction. That's it. It gives you and it takes. It doesn't just give you. It fucking takes too. So no stealing no more. Okay. Okay. So that's a decision. My decision was to. Stop stealing. And I did it. But I think I'm going to start stealing again. I'm just going to start casing. Like. I'm going to start casing somebody. Somebody's getting robbed tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. So. With meditation comes a lot of. A lot of garbage thinking. Right? Because you have to sit through all the things that really happen to you and then realize which ones are important. And meditation will help you do that. I think it's a blessing in disguise. Simple. It sounds, you don't, it doesn't cost anything. It's boring as fuck. But you learn so much from you. But we'd rather pay for something that's fake and then it's not going to fix our problem. It's only gonna fix. It's only gonna fix the status in society. But you want to keep carrying that backpack around of expectations of society? Go, go, be my guest. Because I don't care about anybody else. Expect. I don't care about anyone else's expectations about me, other than myself. Set expectations for yourself, not from others. Buenas noches. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, bye-bye, everybody. See you next week.